Hi, and welcome to the Resonance Wave podcast, a podcast designed for people to share their stories in hopes that they will resonate with you. Uh, this podcast was created in honor of my grandfather, Liam O'Clisham, who would say, we are our stories. Um, so first up, I have Armando. He is with us uh, to kind of reflect on a project uh, from Mr. Joshua Mayfield, my late husband. It's called The Worthy Project. And um, the synopsis of that project really, um, what Josh expressed was that it was um, kind of founded on Isaiah 49, 14 through 17. Uh, yet Jerusalem says, the Lord has deserted us. The Lord has forgotten us. Never can a mother forget her nursing child. Can she feel no love for the child she has born? But even if that were possible, I would never forget you. See, I have written your name in the palm of my hands, always in mind, in a picture of Jerusalem's walls in ruins. Um, another kind of quote from Josh was that our worth is a lifeline directly connected to love. Um, and that was the purpose of this uh, project that was done, I believe, back in 2016. So, um, Armando, I have you here, and we're going to reflect on some of the questions that you went through with Josh and uh, talk about kind of where you were then, where you are now. And I I literally, so kind of how this came about was that basically I uh, was going through a bookshelf um, and saw these interviews. They're all sealed up in these envelopes and have been mm -hmm. just kind of on the shelf for the last, you know, gosh, I guess it's now um, uh, four, five, six, seven years now. So wow. it's seven years ago. Uh, seven is kind of the number for completion. So that's, that's pretty interesting. Wow. <laughs> but um, so, yes, I just opened this envelope today. I just sent these interview questions to Armando about 10 minutes ago. So we're, we are definitely looking at this from a totally different perspective. This is fresh. And um, so I'll go ahead and start with um, kind of one of the questions and I want you to kind of read back to me um, mm -hmm. what you're seeing and kind of where you are now. So I would really like to highlight um, uh, question number five um, says, I know we discussed at some point that you were beginning to get a revelation on having a real relationship with Jesus. What, uh, when was this and how old were you? Um, that's a good one. Uh, let's see here. Um, uh, let's see. I'm just kind of going through these just like you are, Armando. Um, yeah. Um, oh, this is a good one. Number eight. We discussed that in the last several months, your relationship with Jesus has become profoundly deeper. Can you give me a rundown on how your day uh, today living is with him? What is your spiritual routine? So that's uh, question number eight. Mm -hmm. If you, I, I'll just kind of read what you said, and then I'll let you respond. You said, I would say okay. it varies on a daily basis, but there are a few things I always try to do. I think the biggest thing that has taken me into a profoundly closer relationship with Jesus is the desire to do literally everything with him. Going from praying at certain times and reading at certain times to just wanting to spend every moment with him will change everything to truly be in a constant state of prayer. As far as routine goes, my alarm clock is set to WDJC 
which some mornings has been really cool to wake up to getting to hear uh, what they talk about. Then I put on some worship music. I get ready, read my devotional. I really like the uh, He Reads Truth devotionals or just read in the Bible. And I'm always conscientious of my time, but don't uh, worry about rushing when I read. I always give myself time for that. Then I worship, pray every time I drive um, anywhere by myself and read my Bible at any chance I get. And I think about it. I may have a two minute gap where I don't really have anything to work on. So I'll pull out my Bible and read it real quick. Then I always try to read before I go to bed as well. Those are really daily things. As often as I can, um, I've been devoting myself to a relationship and praying for what relationships I need to build. Community, fellowship, and relationship is essential. And I can say uh, being devoted to that, making sure that people are pouring into me and teaching me has been huge to deepen or to my deeper development. There we go. That was a very wonderfully crafted <laughs> response. So wow. where, what do you think about that? This is um, really crazy. Uh, just, just to be hearing back, like, you know, with, with this being um, like seven years ago, like, like you're saying, mm-hmm. um, because I, I remember these times in my life and and I remember the importance of these daily routines for me. Mm-hmm. But the the weird thing is I, I feel like my daily routine probably looks I mean it looks very different from what I'm describing here. And it's not one of those things that I'm like, I'm going to stop doing these things for something else. Um Mm-hmm. A, a lot of people, and I was kind of like laughing, like hearing some of this being when you're reading reading this back, because a, a lot of my friends would make fun of me because I used to be very strict about using uh, an old analog alarm clock. I didn't <laughs> use my phone That's as awesome. my alarm clock for years. <laughs> um, and be, because I had it set to WDJC. Mm-hmm. Um and I used my phone a couple of times and I had really bad like issues with um, like accidentally turning my volume down or not setting it or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm not using my phone. I'm, I'm using my old analog clock that I got from my granddad. And um, awesome. it was just the old <laughs> hunk of junk. I had it for like uh, when I was real little up until maybe like probably like five years ago. Mm-hmm. And it finally died, um, and so like I, f- I forgot about that because now now I just use my little whatever the iPhone alarm yeah the, uh, sounds little ringtones are. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How about your perspective? Has your perspective changed a lot since that time? You know, do you do you feel like? Um, are you still doing some of those daily routines or, and if you're not, um, is there something that's changed your mind about it? Um, I, I think, you know, a, a lot of these things have changed mm-hmm. and, um, the, you know, the first kind of like the first portion of, of what I would say is like, you know, routine can vary on, on a, on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause like, my intention is to get up and read or spend time with the Lord. 
And, um, you know, sometimes it's, it's going through those ruts or going through life changes. Because mm-hmm. I know I've, I've been through ruts where I'm like, I'll, I'll get up and be like, oh, man, I haven't, like, read my Bible in the morning mm-hmm. in, in, like, a week or whatever. And it just kind of, like, hits you. Um, yeah. But, like, my wife and I are going to Church of the Highlands right now. We've been going for about a year um, and kind of diving into that. And we're going through 21 days of prayer and fasting right now, hmm. which is one of my favorite times. Um, so that they offer it it's from six o'clock, seven o'clock in the morning, um, an in-person prayer service every single day. Yeah. Um, so we, we really enjoy getting up and, and actually physically going to those. Mm-hmm. And, and there's a few days where, uh, we'll, we'll stay home and like watch stream it, um, from the website, mm-hmm. but, um, it's always so invigorating to start, start your day with prayer, start your day with reading. Um, so that, that's kind of where we've been, um, in, in this time of 21 days. Uh, aside mm-hmm. from that, um, I really love the early mornings and I think starting your day intentionally is very important. Um, mm-hmm. so, uh, you know, my, my daily routine has been more of a get, getting up and kind of just like rolling out of the bed so I can <laughs> go to the gym and, and work out sure, and then get ready in time for work. And, and that, that in turn has changed my devotional time mm-hmm. where it's been more of, um, like a mid morning thing, uh, mm-hmm. while I'm working, try, uh, doing like a, a 15 minute break, you know, sometime between like eight and 10 or something mm-hmm. like that, where I can get some of that time in. Um, but I, you know, reading some of this back is like, you know, now I'm looking back, like that's a younger version of myself Yeah, that, that these things are, um, you know, you know, my, my daily intention back then has become like the, the core of who I am now. Yeah. Um, and, and that's kind of how I think about it. Some, some of these things are more autopilot than it is an intention. And I, I think that's what discipline uh, breeds, you know? Sure. Um, sure. Because something that's just very important to me that, that I said back here is still very true for me today is being in like that continual state of prayer. Hmm. Um, and and it's, it's just that verse to like pray without ceasing. Um, and not, not this like been a huge, long ongoing thing, but, you know, I, I personally have been, you know, just kind of, uh, you know, kept catching myself in ruts of like mundane or routine. Sure. And like, Oh, whatever. I'm not like just super stoked about like every single thing. So I have to remind myself, um, being in like a constant state of prayer, kind of like some words that I've been kind of clinging to recently is like stoking my own fire. Hmm. Um, in the terms of like, if I'm not super zealous about the day, uh, I, I think it's really important to kind of kick yourself in, into those places sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, say like, I, I'm going to have a good day, whether I'm feeling good or not. Mm-hmm. And there's certain um, practical things you, like I think everyone can do to 
to make those steps, if that makes sense. It does. Uh, you know, be, be active, be in your Bible, be, be in communication with God and the people that are close to you, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, I think what's really cool and what I'm kind of seeing from kind of your responses here to even now is I feel like a lot of the zealousness that I hear in your initial response, which is awesome, I feel like it's starting to be tempered kind of with wisdom. And that's, you know, mm-hmm. that's, that's huge. Um, I think you were talking about obviously discipline. That's, that's so important to kind of obviously do things in a, a disciplined way. Um, and, you know, but it seems like some of these things are, it's not just um, kind of routine, but it becomes part of you, like you were saying, like that foundation, mm-hmm. which is which is huge, um, because as you know, it's all about relationship. Um, you know, we've it's one thing to kind of go through the motions; it's another for there to be a connection there and an intention there. So mm-hmm. it's really cool. Um, thanks for sharing that. So we're gonna we're gonna hit a yeah. couple more <laughs> questions here. Um, let's see here. So. I wonder if your favorite Bible verses have changed. Um, let's see here. How about two of your favorite uh, Bible verses? So the first one you gave was Psalm 84, 5 through 6. Blessed are those whose strength is in you. You have set their hearts on pilgrimage as they have passed through the valley of Baca. They make it a place of springs. The autumn rains also cover it with pools. The valley of Baca translates to valley of weeping which has been huge for me to know that although I pass through a valley of weeping, the valley itself will be made a place of springs. I can, if I glorify God, not only when I am sad, but through my sadness and show others his love through this valley, then I thank God for that opportunity. Hmm. Is that still ringing true for you? Uh, it's so funny because um, when when you sent these to me, I was like, um, you know, I really didn't even get time to read over any of them. That was the I whole was, like, point. To to, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I was like trying to get it uh, pulled up on my laptop and open open them up and then get this whole video situation yeah. figured out. Uh, but that was the first thing that or the only thing that I really read. Mm-hmm. And to be completely honest, I have not thought. Like I've forgotten about this verse Wow. Co- completely. So when I was reading uh, j- just that first segment back, um, that's the sort of thing I've completely forgotten about. But reading mm-hmm. that um, is preaching back to myself at yeah. a later time, you, you know, mm-hmm. um, because I, I know the, the, the importance of why that verse spoke to me at that time. Because I remember the the valleys that I was going through um, mm. ar- around those times, and reflecting on it, where God brought me mm. from and to, which, which is literally, you know, the the valley being turned into this the springs and seeing the fruit of, um, you know, what God has has done in in that period of time, which is yeah. crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I mean, that's, uh, it definitely speaks to me, uh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, reflecting on God's goodness, you know, in those valleys and even, you know, on the mountain. 
Um, well, I hope that, uh, you know, I want to definitely hear what your, your verses are now, but we're, we're going to move on to this next one is that Genesis 15 yeah. one, uh, after this, the word of the Lord came to Abram in a vision. Do not be afraid, Abram. I am your shield. You, your very great reward to know that God is my very great reward. I absolutely love the wording in this. As we see the way the Lord speaks to us, saying that he is our very great reward, to think how powerful that is coming from him when he even speaks in the creation of everything, saying at the end of each day, God saw that he made what he had made, and he said it was good. And to see that he says to us he is um, very great is huge. To know that God is my shield, he is... Uh, has been huge for me. There are a few really cool things to note in that as well. A shield is only useful when you hold it up. God will protect me because he loves me. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's just crazy um, reading these things back, uh, you know, from, from this period of time. Mm-hmm. This verse is still a, a daily verse to me that I hold very close to my heart. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think it's just like, God knows exactly how to speak to every single one of us as in, individuals. Sure. Um, you know, that, that he knows every single hair on our head and knows what we need to hear. Um, and, you know, like when, when you're just reading that now, I'm, I'm reading along with you, mm-hmm. not skipping ahead or anything. So I'm like, my thought, it's so funny because you're reading that and I was thinking the next part, but I wasn't reading it yet because mm-hmm. I, I still, you know, I still hold that very near and dear to my heart. Um, it, it's always been really huge to me to think of the importance and the wording uh, throughout the Bible, uh, going through the creation story mm-hmm. that at the end of each day when God was creating and he looked back on his creation, and he said, oh, that that is good. Um, and then when he says, uh, to, you know, to us, our promises that, um, that we're his very great reward. You know, that, that's mm-hmm. how God views us as, um, you know, in terms of our, our value uh, as his most valuable creation, you know. Yeah. Um, and, and even uh, that, that he is our shield is just a very important statement to me that I hold very close um, anytime I'm going through uh, whatever it may be, you know, smaller or great, uh, that, that he's my protection, he's my provider. Um, and, and those are daily thoughts that I, you know, pretty much cling to. Um, mm-hmm. And it's funny because I, you, you read a scripture that really stands out to you and you begin to hold to, to that and cling to that throughout things. And um, I haven't even thought about the fact that that's been set nearly a decade ago. Yeah. Now. Seven years. You know, and, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the days just pass by so quickly and you realize um, the importance of, of the word of God that you speak over yourself every day will develop you into the person that you're striving to be. Mm-hmm. in terms of your relationship with God and others, you know? Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, these are both very encouraging um, verses. I mean, they definitely speak to me. Um, you know, have you found that you've had a lot of challenges in the last seven years? Or, you know, tell me a little yeah, bit about that. Um, Asking you to be a little vulnerable. Just, <laughs> yeah. Keeping it real. Um, it's interesting because um, I, I guess just thinking in terms of timeline, um, I've been, I got married in, in July of 2019. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in July, we're approaching, uh, Emily and I are approaching four years of marriage. Um, and prior to this, we had been dating for, set, uh, like, engaged for a year prior to that, and then dating mm-hmm. for, like, two two years prior to that. We've been long-term friends uh, sure. for a really long time. Um, but kind of like, right around the time that this was going on and I had my interview with Josh Mm -hmm. originally, maybe within the year and a half or so after that, I was going through um, a a pretty uh, intense state of depression with Mm -hmm. a lot of things Um, in, in the sense of just like daily challenges and just like my mental capacity of like trying to find joy um and a lot of it was just like i had a lot of sorrow i would just wake up um i I held so many conversations with my my pastors who i'm so thankful for that were really incredible mentors to me throughout that um you know uh, my pastors at the time and I, i had a really rough time sleeping um Mm -hmm. i didn't i didn't get very much sleep because i would just wake up in the middle of the night just sobbing and crying and i i didn't understand it and i didn't know why um and you know there were little things that i was talking with my mentors uh about and and trying to understand those things within myself um and a lot of it kind of really went back to my my past and my childhood kind mm-hmm. of like uh, blocking or re- repressing some mm-hmm. memories and some hardships and it was just kind of like I got to the point um, and, and you know I'm kind of thinking back on it now uh, if I'm kind of like trying to uh, verbalize what I'm saying right now is because I'm thinking Sure. Back on this time, you know. Yeah. Um, but it, if I'm remembering correctly, it was probably within a year, a year and a half of this interview. And that's why that verse was so important to me, because I was really mm-hmm. going through a valley of, of weeping at that time. And I was just praying to the Lord that he would give me rest, that he would give me a f- physical sleep. Because <laughs> yeah. I, f- I physically could not sleep. Um, and I was just crying so much and I had a really great system of uh, close friendships around me and pastors and mentors that I'm so thankful for Um, but I got to the point of saying uh, I'm in a stronghold um, right now that has to change that has to be broken Mm -hmm. that was uh, you know through 
through the people that were really close to me, you know, holding me accountable, accountable in certain disciplines. That's like, I, I need to, you know, be in my Bible daily and making my, like, make myself eat, even if I'm not feeling hungry. Mm. Um, you know, I, I kind of going through a lot of those sort of things, but it was, uh, mostly a lot of like acknowledging certain things from the past, uh, growing up in my childhood. Yeah. Um, that was like, I need to cling to the Lord right now and, and really acknowledge and face a lot of these things, even if it's difficult. Mm. Um, and there was like a pretty solid, uh, year of, of that. And a part of my, um, testimony, I would say now is during that time, this was, uh, prior to, to me dating Emily. Mm -hmm. Um, but at at that time I was kind of going through like, uh, I guess like girl, girl craziness thing. I just kind of wanting to date around and, um, you know, loosely, but (laughs) I I was at a point where I was like, I'm not in any good relationships right now. Um, Mm. you know, I'm not treating dating the way that it's supposed to be treated. And I had a lot of, um, you know, hard conversations with uh, the the people who were like my authority uh, figures in my life and my pastors. Um, And like, I I don't like something has to change. Uh, I need like a really uh, like harsh, you know, like 180 change Mm -hmm. right now from that. So I, I went through and I was praying and I felt the Lord speak to me that I needed to take uh, a year uh, away from dating at all. Mm -hmm in the sense of like, uh, not even focused on that, like, you know, just, just re- really putting my primary focus on, on my relationship with the Lord. And it was, um, like, Lord, show me how to have an intimate relationship with you so that I can know how to properly have an intimate relationship with, with the significant other. Mm. Um, and the, the crazy thing was like, kind of in the middle of that time, uh, it, Emily and I were really close friends, but like, you know, very, very uh, much so, you know, on, only friends. Like sure. we, we didn't hang out, you know, by ourselves or, you know, we didn't do anything romantic or anything like that. Uh, but we were both kind of experiencing our eyes being open to each other as like, uh, maybe we could have like a romantic relationship. And we ended up kind of having that conversation. It was the whole thing of like, um, we, you know, what if we ruin our friendship? Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> this and that. Um, and But you uh, know that friendship is the foundation. It's got to be. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So um, it, it was kind of around that time. I was like, I can't think about dating right now. Um, mm-hmm. Like, let's take, you know, I, I'm going through this year and I'm not saying like, I'm going to finish 12 months and we're going to start dating. Um, but kind of after that, we were having the conversation, what would it look like if, if we were to date? And we took, you know, oh, it was over a year, maybe like 14 months. And just saying like, like let, let's be friends with the intention of like, knowing that we like each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, like not, not like not holding hands or not kissing or doing any romantic stuff or whatever. Um, and, and 
through that was a huge blessing of um, fi- finding like a proper relationship and allowing God to work in our friend friendship as the basis to our relationship. Sure. Um, and th- those two things were really like um, taking nearly like a year and a half of just like, God, I, I need only you as-, as my relationship. And at the same time, uh, kind of battling against acknowledging some child like childhood things and um, yeah. facing a lot of those things and like I, I need to to face it or else I will be in this continual state of sorrow that I, that I was in um, sure you were growing you were grow it was yeah. a time <laughs> of growing and mm-hmm. you know um, you had to have some some good boundaries in there but I mean obviously, You've got a beautiful wife and um, you know, I'm <laughs> yeah. so glad that you all took the time to do that, to mm-hmm. create that foundation. And it really is huge. Um, and you really did talk about your depression in uh, question number seven. Um, so we can definitely reflect on that. Uh, you said uh, the question was, I know you had mentioned several times about depression. How old were you when that started? You said, growing up, I had experienced a lot of sad moments rather frequently. And at the time, I may have been scared or upset, but never realized I was sad. I think I got to use being sad every, uh, got used to being sad every so often. So when there wasn't a reason to be sad, I would think on a subconscious level that it was just time to be sad again. Uh, So throughout my life, I would have moments of sadness In December 2015, I went through an experience that somewhat launched me into that serious depression, but I came to realize all of these moments of sadness from my life were due to repressed memories that I had never truly faced or dealt with, and I wasn't uh, so depressed only because of the recent situation, but because of all all of life issues. I knew I could put it off this time, like I did every time. and do things to distract myself from it and be quote unquote happy. Um, but I was ready to live freely. So in the face of depression, I was ready to live completely in what Christ had for me. Uh, he has been healing me from so much and teaching me so much. So this was seven years ago. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I want to hear your response and then I've, I've got a couple of follow-up questions. So what do you think about that? Yeah, it's, um, it's just like thinking back on on this response as well as like the moments prior to that um knowing kind of like what i was saying a little bit earlier yeah um kind of coming to a crossroads where i could either continue to um, distract myself Mm -hmm. with with certain things or really face it and become free from that you know um and, and it's like, you, you know, you, you do things that you enjoy and you do things um, that God has gifted you with. But when you when you use those giftings incorrectly, um, that, you know, like I have so much a heart for music and mm-hmm. playing music. Um, and, but at that time, uh, you know, I, I was using that as uh weight of like escapism to not Mm. focus on the things that I needed to really face like the hard truth on um Mm. so like 
even operating in in your gifting from God, like in incorrectly, like mm-hmm. you can't really, you know, like live in the fullness of what what that's supposed to be. So like, uh, when, you know, I had to kind of like come to that crossroads and put those things away, and coming like seeing the other side of it, I can operate in um, my gift to its like to the capacity that that god has intended for me you know um so like i i I think it's so important i mean i mean just for me like making certain decisions to like uh like face a lot of those memories Mm -hmm. um so that i wouldn't be plagued by them anymore and thinking back on it now it's like oh, I've had years of, like, like feeling like I'm living in freedom, you know? Mm. Um, like, not not feeling heavy, not feeling sad. Because um, that, that's what I would, I, I would... I would never be like, oh, I'm depressed. You know, I had so many moments where I was like, oh, I just kind of feel sad. And it's kind of mm-hmm. like, that's what I call it, you know? Um, like that existential dread, <laughs> yeah, kind of uh-huh. staying in that state, yeah, yeah, um yeah. so do you when we talk about depression, I mean that that's a real thing for people mm-hmm. in church and you know outside of church, it's a real thing, um mm-hmm. and you know so many people just put the mask on. They just put the mm-hmm. mask on. They just go through the motions, kind of like what you were saying. You would just distract yourself to be happy. You know, you mm-hmm. do all these things. Um, you know, I can just even speak from a personal place that I've had some tragic things happen. Just, you yeah. know, you've had some tragic things happen in life. Um, you know, it's it's hard to um, differentiate sometimes between sadness and depression and, Mm -hmm. you know, things of that nature. And I think it's so important to talk about in the church, um, you know, about these emotions, because I think a lot of times when we talk about the emotions of God and we talk about um, really just um, expressions of emotion, um, a lot of times we hear joy. A lot of times we hear, yeah. um, you know, so many of these uh, wonderful things, you know, happy, joyous, you know, and not everybody has those seasons. There's, you know, mm-hmm. lamentations, folks. <laughs> yes, I mean, and even Psalms, exactly. you know, you think about Psalms, uh-huh. it's up and down and up and down. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, I think in speaking to you and kind of listening to your story, it it wasn't always about the emotion but the heart behind it and where Mm -hmm. your heart was hurting you know you just were hurting and um you know being plagued with depression because of those like you said here um some of the issues that you had in your past but also your present um so do you when we talk about depression you can open up about it you don't have to but you know Mm -hmm. how do you deal with it now in any ways and how do you cope with that? Um, you know, I, I've never had like a medical diagnosed depression and that's like the sure. first thing that I'd want to say, uh, sure. cause I know that there's differences in that. And, you know, I don't want to like, um, minimize that for anybody. Cause I, I know 
I, I know people that do have like a cl- clinical diagnosed depression mm-hmm. um, where the the route to take is, you know, uh, you know, certain medicines and uh, mm-hmm. things that, that help that. And I, I think that that's needed in certain situations. And I, you know, I, I feel like certain experiences that I had gone through, it kind of mm-hmm. caused um, like repressed emotions that almost like exponentially just kind of piled up. And, mm-hmm. and you know, I think it just kind of got to the point where, um, you know, if you if you just, if you're just like walking around and you're carrying a five pound weight in your hand, like mm-hmm. oh, this isn't whatever, you know. But you pick up another one and um, and another one, and slowly over time, you know, you find it difficult just just to walk. Mm-hmm. Uh, the more weight you continue adding, um, like. Uh, I think certain um, experiences can be like that for a lot of people uh, sure. when they're not dealt with, you know, in, in the moment um, or, uh, you know, processed in, mm-hmm. in a healthy way. Because um, I, I think a lot of people, um, or, or I mean, just to speak for myself, sure. like trying to... Uh, trying to stay in a state of happiness hmm. because you, that's what you want to chase is happiness. Hmm. No one wants to feel sad, you know? Sure. Um, so I, I think it's like some situational things uh, that, that would cause those, but like be, being able to, uh, you know, be introspective on some of that was really able to free me from that. And um you know, I, I have ups and downs every now and again, but not to the extent of like, um, not not how it was at all. Because I had certain moments where I would just be like, I can't talk right now. I can't see anybody because yeah. I'm just so. And it's just down. isolation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's and, a and common thing. Some, yeah. And, and I had a couple of friends um, that. Or I'm, you know, very close with that. Be like, because I got to the point where I was like, "Hey, man, I like, I can't really talk right now, but I just need to, like be with somebody. Hmm. And I just like hang out, you know." Um, yeah, and and this was like when I was single, like, or just like texting my friend, like, "Hey, can I just stay the night?" You know. Um. Hmm. So you know, not not even like, "Hey, I I need to." talk about anything right now like I just need to like be with somebody like let's wow. just do whatever so um but like looking back on it now it's been like all I can say is that man I I like I, I haven't really thought about it in a while to be mm-hmm. honest um not that I'm saying like I'm in a state of perpetual joy um or just like leaping in the air every single day but i i can look back and say i'm not where i was yeah Uh, Yeah. and and i can just praise god for that you know yeah you're not bound by depression you know you're not bound to yeah 
you're not restrained from it. Mm -hmm. Um, You're having natural emotions, which sadness is a natural emotion. And there's certain natural emotions that we all have. Um, Mm -hmm. But it, you know, you recognize it as as being in a place that you didn't want to be in. Um, And that's so good that you have, you know, come through that um, mm-hmm. you know, cause some people are in that right now and they need to hear your story and they need to hear that there's hope. Um, and, you know, I really want to touch on this last question um, and really see, you know, if it still rings true for you. Um, mm-hmm. If you could encourage anyone right now, what would you say to them? And you said, I would say that finding their identity in Christ will completely reshape their existence. Not to just listen to that phrase that we have heard so many times, either to find your identity in Christ, um, really to go and find him as your treasure, as the man did in Matthew 13, 44 through 45. He found the treasure being Christ and in his joy sold all he had. The joy of Christ makes us live in a way we would never imagine. I'm sure he never thought before of selling um, all he had in his whole life, but because he was so enthralled with Christ, nothing else mattered. I would say more so than finding your identity, identity, uh, take hold of your identity in Christ. God claims us as his sons and daughters. When Jesus got baptized, a voice from heaven came down and said, this is my son whom I love with him. I am well pleased. When we accept Christ, he says the same thing about us. Cling to that. (laughs) So is that, um, would that be something you would encourage somebody with now? Or is there, is that reshaped for you in a way? Or are you, what do you think about that? Um, I still feel probably the same exact way about mm. everything said there. Um, if I were to encourage anybody, I, I would say that same exact thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but especially, uh, you know, I, I think back to some conversations that I've been able to have, uh, you know, with people who don't believe in Christ um, Yeah. At, at that, you know, uh, you know, if I, I've had some people ask me, like, you know, if if I want to be a Christian, what would I do? Or like, um, just having conversations with non-believers, mm-hmm. I, I would tell I I would tell people like, just dig into the Word of God, um, and and I I'm pretty like a pretty big proponent of like clinging to certain scriptures and uh, I think I said it a bit earlier but you know God speaks to us all individually and in different ways Um, so the way that he speaks to me might not be uh, you know what what you need to hear in this point of your life right now which is Mm -hmm. why I would encourage anybody to dig into the word um, to to see how God would speak to them and where they are to meet to meet them where they are Mm-hmm. Um, in this time, and I think it's important to have, you know, those verses that that you would just cling cling to. Say, mm-hmm. when I wake up in the morning, like this is 
who I'm going to remind myself of, like, who God calls me, you know, son and daughter, um, you know, he's our shield, our defender, um, you know, to have those daily uh, reminders for yourself. Mm-hmm. That's good. It's good stuff. <laughs> and I, you know, I definitely agree. I, um, you know, I think it's so overwhelming for people when they think about trying to get into the word, it's like, where do I mm-hmm. even start? Um, yeah. And, you know, I just, um, a lot of times it, it doesn't have to be anything. You know, it doesn't have to be the whole Bible. It can just be mm-hmm. one, one, you know, Psalm, one proverb, one, you know, verse that just speaks to you and, and yeah. becomes part of your heart. And, um, and sometimes it's, it's that thing that, that God's revealing at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really appreciate you were saying that God speaks to us all differently. And that's absolutely correct because we're all on a different journey. We all mm-hmm. journey through, um, life differently and, and God's revealed himself in different ways to each of us. And so, um, you know, there's these connecting points where we can connect with one another because there's a knowing. And then there's mm-hmm. moments where sometimes people just haven't crossed that road yet. And um, yeah. some of the most encouraging things you can do is really just, you know, just be there to listen, be there to um, mm-hmm. hear their stories um, and just be present and be real um, because that's what people crave um, is, is just that realness. Um, so... This was awesome. (laughs) I actually, I have the written notes that I'm going to send you to. Um, Mm -hmm. Got a few more people we might have on that will be able to kind of reflect on their story uh, that they shared Mm -hmm. through the Worthy Project. I hope this was as fun for you as it was for me, or maybe it was a little cringeworthy for you. I'm not sure. great. I I loved it. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for joining. Uh, I really appreciate it. And you are actually my first guest. So, Again, uh, thanks for joining Resonance Wave. Uh, Remember, it's a podcast designed for people to share their stories in hopes that they will resonate with you. You are your story. I am my story. And we are our stories. Thanks Mm -hmm. again. Have a good rest of your day. Awesome.